I'm Will Hedrick. And I'm Jordan Schaffer. And this is Dog Ears and Timestamps, a Game of Thrones podcast. We killed off Kenneth. We got rid of him because he was the worst. Yeah, dude, he had a bad storyline anyway. He did. It was not good. It was worse than John Aaron. It's just kind of boring. Who had the most too good. like dumb storyline? Kenneth. It's all going too good. Okay, Kenneth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I mean, who does have the worst storyline? Probably right now, I would say. Um, it's. Uh, I think that it's probably Bran. Yeah, probably Bran. Bran probably has the worst. Because unless something that I can't at all anticipate happens, he literally had an absolutely pointless storyline. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, we wasted a whole bunch of time with him. Yeah, we just got it attached to Hodor. <laughs> right. <laughs> sad about him. And, dude, yeah, that would be such a bummer because right now, you're right, I don't think he's done anything. He hasn't. He's like, was supposedly like the... Night King's like arch nemesis as the three eyed raven. Which is thought, obviously yeah. whenever Bran becomes the three eyed raven, then you know, blah, blah blah. But there was all this effort into him having to go beyond the wall and, and then get to the place so that he could meet the three eyed raven to become the three eyed raven because he was going to fly and he was going to, you know, be able to have the whole history of Westeros and well, and then with Sam finding whatever. out about John's parentage anyway, like from a journal, you know, like they don't even they didn't even need Bran because they had two confirming places that they learned it, you know, from right, from like Bran just... taking his word for it, which they still have to take. It's not like Bran can prove it to them and show them his vision. Yeah, right exactly. And uh, and then even if he could, you know, it's still magic, so he's still showing them it could be fake. But then, then they have the it actually written down, which was more proof anyway. And from John's best friend, so like I don't know. It, you're right. I don't think Bran has a point, uh, dude. This week I was disappointed about Ghost going home or going back to the north. Dude, the the animators just hate Ghost. They just Not have to it. hate Ghost. There's something about animating Ghost that is a huge money suck and it's probably super a hard. huge pain in the ass. Yeah. To, There's just to something act about with those it. Dogs, because they're special breed. They're a special breed of dog that, like, they bred specifically for the direwolf character in the show. I think. Right. And uh, so, dude, I bet if they only have a, a couple of them, it's not like Lassie where they had like nine that were trained to do different stuff. Like, and they could just swap out like the golden retriever or whatever you know, like mm-hmm. or whatever Lassie was. They uh, each one of these wolves looked different, and I don't know how many white ones they had on set. Right. But uh, I bet that was tough. Yeah, and then it's like. When anytime it's an action scene, that's a hundred percent animation of mm-hmm. the wolf, you know. Oh yeah, you can like unless it's just literally the wolf jumping up on a rock, <laughs> yeah. you know. Like like the wolf can do that, but if it's fighting something, they're animating it, yeah. and the, it just must have been such a pain in the ass. That they're like, okay, we've got to just get rid of him, and we're not going to kill him because we're a bunch of pussies. So <laughs> let's just send him up north with Tormund, who we're also not going to kill because we're a bunch of pussies. Yeah, we'll take off part of his ear though. Yeah. Make him look rough. Right. <laughs> Let everybody know that he did, in fact, fight mm-hmm. whenever we saw him charge and then didn't see him fight. <laughs> <laughs> he fought something. Right. Uh, yeah, how do you feel about, like, uh, some of the, some of the like, people that they connected together, like, how they made Jamie and um, Brienne, like, they, they made them finally get together, even though, like, Jamie has been in love with Cersei his whole life, and then they make him leave to go help Cersei. Right. In the end, anyway. So it's like, did he have a moment of, like... I think it was just, like, they won... It was, you know, fan service to get Jamie and Bran together. Okay. Because that's what, like, everybody has wanted mm-hmm. since, like... Since the people got the idea that Bran might be into him, you know? hmm And then, two, it's also, like a, like, an easy way to get us to hate Jamie again. Or to at least oh. turn against him a little bit. Because yeah, now yeah, we've had like sense. three or four, however long it is, seasons of deciding that, oh wait, Jamie actually is like a you decent like guy. Or even if he's in, like an asshole and still maybe like fundamentally evil in some way, he's grown on us. Yeah, this makes him an enemy and, again. That's yeah. that's probably it. Yeah, that probably is what it's it is. A, it, it, at the very least kind of sets us against him uh, enough or gets us ready to be against him mm-hmm. for, you know, because... I imagine a lot of people might still just be like, well, you know, he's, you know, yeah, he fucked up Brienne and that sucks. And he's going back to help Cersei, we guess, because he doesn't really say what he's going to do. He just leaves Mm -hmm. and says, I've always done a lot of things for Cersei. 
Yeah. But he doesn't say, I'm now going to go do more things for Cersei. He just says, I've done a lot for her. Yeah. And he also just like two nights previous or whatever, you know, the time frame is, who knows, just got assaulted by Bronn who told him that he was sent there to kill him by Cersei. Oh, yeah. So, like, that's probably also on his mind. So who knows what he's going to actually do? Mm-hmm. But he did leave just saying, like, you know, four different occasions in which he did awful things for Cersei. Yeah, no, that's a good point. So maybe he goes to kill Cersei, which, you know, is still, like, an idea that I've had for a long time. But yeah. the, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I feel like it's a bit of a red herring and mm-hmm. you know the the way that they're making it seem like he's going to go help her out or something like that yeah i thought it was kind of weird how Bronn like came out of nowhere and was like I, yeah I, why are uh, jamie and Tyrion also just hanging out by themselves in an inn outside of the castle right <laughs> it, it, it didn't make much sense at all it's just so they can be alone with Bronn and not be like able to call for help or anything like that that's all it is. But Bronn has like no weight. Like if they win the fight in the end, and then what is Bronn just Bronn just gonna walk up to the to like the Iron Throne in King's Landing and be like, hey, they promised me this, you know? And then they'd be like, well, you're a traitor, dead, you know? Like yeah. Other than them just giving it to him, like I just didn't I thought that like too. It, it like all you'd have to scene. do, yeah. And 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 Bronn spends like all this time in that conversation talking about how. Every single one of the Lannisters has promised him something and then failed to do so. Mm-hmm. And then Tyrion's like, I promise you this. And he's like, okay. Like, he just right. buys into just, it again. Yeah. It's just none of it, it makes any sense I thought as an was, interaction. I thought he was going to trade something else other than, like, I'm going to give you guys your lives. You know, like, I thought he was going to be like, I'll go take care of Cersei because she trusts me, you know. And I thought he was going to, for some reason, I just, like, in my head, I was like, maybe Bronn will kill Cersei. Just something more complicated. Because mm-hmm. right now it's just, um, or just something more believable. Because I thought maybe he would just kill one of them right then. Right, yeah. I thought he was just going to kill Jamie, really. Because I didn't think, I think Tyrion is still too important to die because there's still mm-hmm. like, you know. He hasn't done anything yet. <laughs> the, not a whole lot of, not, not really a whole lot of negotiating, like, except for some kind of like, like the stuff that's going on with Varys right now where they're trying mm-hmm. to figure out what to do between Jon and Daenerys. But uh, Jamie doesn't have anything to do except kill Cersei if that is who kills yeah. Cersei. Um, if he's not who kills Cersei, then he has got nothing to do except for just complicate things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would make sense for Bronn to kill Jamie in that interaction and, and then whatever that ends up meaning for Tyrion. But for him to just go in there, do these like, like, you know, half-ass written negotiations and then, uh, leave to just go be something that we have to think about, like, oh, when does he show up and kill somebody? Right. I mean, I get so that's it. That's all it is, is that now he's just the wild card that yeah. can show up and solve a problem for us when yeah. it needs to happen. Yeah, and I mean, I get I get that, like, the Lannisters always pay their debts, so I guess, like, getting his word is as good as getting it written down and, paper, and you know, you know, and getting it written down. But he also like spent, well, he, he, he so said, like, three different things that the Lannisters had already done and then screwed him out of afterwards. For right, yeah. Because he was supposed to, like, he gets, like, his night ship at the Blackwater, and and he's supposed to get, like, a, like a castle and some, and, like, a lady and stuff like that. But then Jamie chicks him <laughs> out of staying for that and going with him to go yeah. take River Run. And then he gets, I don't know, like, several different things that the Lannisters had, quote-unquote, promised him and then didn't do. So, I don't know, just the whole interaction was just, that felt needless weird. to me. So, okay, so when when Daenerys, like, legitimized... Gendry. Thank you, Gendry. They would have to accept her as the queen for them to... For everyone else to give him legitimacy too, right? Like, she would have to be the official, like... Yeah. Head. Okay, because... Because if she doesn't <laughs> become queen of the Seven Kingdoms, if, say, she dies and Jon takes it, or whoever it is that takes it... Uh, if they are just like, no, fuck you, Gendry, <laughs> then he's just fucked. Well, the thing is, is I was thinking, like, isn't he next in line for the throne? Like, to, if, if if he's legitimized, if he was legitimized oh. by Cersei, he would have been next in the throne because she's Cersei Baratheon, and that's the only and the only reason she's on the throne is because she's a Baratheon. Right, yeah. And so I was thinking that technically if he's legitimized, then he would be next in line for the throne. Like, if he's legitimized by the queen, yeah, everyone's accepting, and then she mm-hmm. dies... Right. Then he would be next in line, right? Or no? Well, it, well, after John. If so, if if Daenerys is in place as the queen, then her then you know the 
the bastard, the legitimized son of the person who usurped it, or usurped it from her family wouldn't just then right. be able to be like, uh, no, actually, my dad was father last, or uh, my, my dad was king last, so I get to do that. Yeah. Uh, that would just be like another rebellion. Mm-hmm. Okay. If, if she were to legitimize him in, in, as like her son or whatever, if, mm-hmm. if that was the situation, then yes, he would suddenly be next in line again. But he wouldn't, yeah, but, he wouldn't just gain legitimacy and then, yeah, take, yeah, no, that's yeah, the thing yeah. Um, interesting. No, it's a, I wanted, I was thinking that there might be some sort of little thing that could happen there, but dude, that, that was just a I mean, he's got, like, a, if, assuming that Cersei stays in power on the throne, if she were to recognize his legitimacy, which she never would, no. uh, then yes, he would have a claim to it. That's a good point. Um. And there would there could be a case where if Daenerys and Cersei die, then everybody left could just be like like because John doesn't want the fucking throne. Mm-hmm. John could conceivably be like, well, you were legitimized by the last queen of the Seven Kingdoms as Baratheon's true mm-hmm. heir, so now you can take that spot or something like that. I mean, it could work. Yeah. That's too complicated, I think, for them to care to try and do it, though. And it would be so, like, foolish to just put somebody with no, like, education or, you know, like, I was I was trying to think of a good way to, like, explain it, but it was kind of, it, to me, it felt like if you just kind of took some, like, mechanic or some, like, person, like, like, like a st- shelf stalker or somebody like me and just was like, okay, now you're president. Or not president, or like mayor, you know, of, of, of Texas. <laughs> right, like, wait, yeah. Like, now I have to run Texas? Like, dude, I stock shelves at a wine store. Like, right. <laughs> I don't know how to, t- how to run Texas. He's like, I'm a fucking blacksmith. Like, I don't want or know how to do any of this stuff that you're asking me to do. And, like, you just expect me to take it as a, uh, as, like, a good thing? Like, thank you? I, dude, that, that would suck. It's just weird. She throws her power around in ways that it's like, oh, isn't that sweet? She's given him his his birthright. And it's like, no, she's just giving him a lot of like work that he doesn't understand. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I guess she's, that's a dumb, a dumb well, point She's of view, securing but, an ally. She's trying, yeah. It was that's the point. her goal with that. Mm-hmm. Um, which, it'll be interesting to see what Gendry does do because he might just decide to fuck off and disappear. Um, yeah. Because Arya doesn't, yeah, yeah, doesn't want to be with him there, you know, as a lady. So he might just be like, well, you know, fuck all of it and try to disappear or something like that. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen? Um, I feel like that would be in character for Gendry to do so. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. The, uh, the show doesn't agree with a lot of my ideas of the characters anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. I, uh, I know we talked about it like before, before the, the podcast, but how did you like the, uh, the ballistas, like the, the crossbow on the boat ballista shooting dragon, dragon, I don't know. (laughs) Well, they're definitely, so they're a a tool to give Daenerys's enemies a chance Mm -hmm. against the dragons because otherwise nothing would ever take down the dragon. Right. Uh, so, you know, it's a, it's a necessary plot device. Um, it's, uh, some of the more surprising uh, writing that's happened in a while for them to just suddenly have those ballistas on every single one of the mm-hmm. ships in the Iron Fleet. Yeah. Um, which is kind of like a big, like, oh, shit. Like, you know, they're not going to be able to do anything by sea. Um, the, the, you know, because now every, literally every ship in Cersei's control has these dragon-killing ballistas. So, yeah. Um, so that's definitely what was one more like the more... Looking at it from like a, I guess like a, a like a story pacing and writing perspective was one of the more pleasant surprises that's happened so far this season. Yeah, um, it makes sense and Dude, it's effective and cool. Yeah, in a way, with all the money that she would have had to spend on that, seriously, like I feel like that's how she's gonna lose if she loses. You know, she's gonna lose because she runs out of money, and then the Iron Bank is just gonna be like, "Well, we're out." <laughs> Like you can't pay us back, we're here to drain you, you know. And then- it is interesting to see to to wonder, and it's something that I always do wonder about whenever we're in any sort of like fantasy setting that the a war is happening, and they're like, "Oh, money," and like, like I get that wars cost money, mm-hmm. but like if you're king, if you're an absolute monarchy, 
How do you not just have all the resources of your kingdom? Now, if they right. have to buy wood from across mm-hmm. the sea from another kingdom, then yes, I get that. Yeah. yeah. But if all they have to do is, and I, I guess you also have to pay your workers, and if you're paying them overtime to chop down more trees and paying the carpenters overtime to do, then yes, your costs increase, but it's not like they suddenly have to spend like five times as much money because they had to buy five times more wood than they have been buying, mm-hmm. you know? So, I don't know, I just don't see how that ends up being as big of an argument as they always make it seem like in the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see what you mean. I just, um, I guess just with, like, the cost of, like, the the new weapons, I guess, I don't, I don't know, that's the only thing I could even kind of think of, but... Like, did they have to pay some artisan to design it, and he was like, you better pay me, like, a zillion right? dollars no, to design this? No, they should this. just be like, Whoosh! Right, yeah. <laughs> Certainly someone like Cersei who doesn't give a fuck, right. you know, literally hates everybody else. Well, and it seemed like her spider or whatever was the one that designed it anyway. So it seemed like he was the one yeah. that designed it. And, and he then... is totally living to just like, I feel like he's just like wants to fuck everything up as much as um, uh, Bolton, Ramsey did. Yeah. But he was just like total chaos. And he was just like, Cersei will be a good vehicle for me to just fuck everybody. Yeah, he just wants to watch the world burn. Yeah. The, the only personality that Kyburn seems to have is my queen wants this. And it makes me laugh to see her fuck you. Like, yeah. that seems to be the only personality that he has. Mm-hmm. He never has any other motive except that. I guess there was that one time he was like, well, I was everything was taken from me from the Citadel, and Cersei gave it all back. But so now you're like undyingly loyal to her because yeah, of no, that. It just doesn't necessarily add up. And he brought back the the mountain, right? Like, isn't mm-hmm. there some sort of like he's not obviously like a, a white or whatever, but um, there's some something there, some sort of like yeah magic that they're probably he not figured out explain. something, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that'll never get explained. Dragon glass needs some shatter. <laughs> right. Yeah, they'll definitely never explain the mountain unless during Clegane Bowl. Uh, yes. Okay. Unless during Clegane Bowl, like they have like a weird moment where like Sandor is like getting fucked up pretty bad and then Kyron shows up and is like, do you want to know how I brought him back? And then we get yeah, like a five in. minute monologue about how the mountain is his greatest accomplishment and all this shit, which gives Sandor enough time to recuperate and throw sand in his eyes or something stupid. Yeah. Like, do you want to know how I brought him back? Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> oh my God, I bet that shit happens. Just like such a like an evil villain, like time to monologue. Right, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, dude, I can see that happening too. Yeah, I forgot about the the Clegane the Clegane off or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think the the internet uh, refers to it as Clegane Bowl. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. I guess I'm excited for it. I don't know. It's just two really big, strong, mean dudes fighting each other. Mm-hmm. Dude, I was getting confused on the height of like everybody because it seemed like Brienne was taller than the the Hound, and then it seemed like. She was almost as tall as Jamie, but Jamie's not taller than that. You know, like, I don't know. It was just like, I think it Brienne, like is, Brienne was all think, over the place. With I think her Brienne height. is just as tall as the Hound. Oh, okay. Or, like, just under, if I remember right. Because like, she's, like, freakishly tall for mm-hmm. a woman. Like, that's something that they say all the time. But I think that she definitely is taller than Jamie. Jamie's just, like, average height. Mm-hmm. And then the Hound is very tall for a person, just not as tall as the Mountain. But they're both like really tall brothers or whatever. I don't remember. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> that'll be cool watching them go down. Hmm. Yeah, dude. So I don't even really know what to expect this next episode because like we're, we're down to one dragon, a crazy, a queen that's going crazy. Uh, she's losing all of her her power it seems like. You know, John's, John doesn't want it but everybody seems to be wanting to thrust him into kinghood. And, uh, and like the virus even said, like, the, you know, the one that doesn't want power should be the one in power. And I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> you know, of course they're going to make him right out to be like a super King or, you know, like, a like, a like he's a leader that's already been chosen mm-hmm. two or three different times and, um, has continued to prove that he's, you know, more or less worthy of that. Yeah. And so if, if suddenly the news comes out that he's Targaryen, then 
yeah, everybody's going to be like, well, fuck yeah, have him do it. We've already seen him be awesome in several different situations. And like Tormund was saying, like, you know, keeps on fighting. And I don't think Tormund, not in so many words, but says, like, you know, he's, like, selfless and honorable mm-hmm. and stuff like that and continued to fight even though, like, he got killed for mm-hmm. wanting to do what he thought was the right thing and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, Danny's definitely losing it. I think, like, you've been saying that they're setting her up to become a villain. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, that's just, you know, becoming more and more evident. There's going to be some sort of schism in the Allied forces and see how that plays out. I don't know what's going to... Because I don't think that Tyrion betrays Danny. Unless so Danny does something truly tyrannical. Mm-hmm. Like, if she starts burning civilians by the thousands, then maybe Tyrion would be like, all right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um Ugh, then, yeah, then... Dude, it, it almost just, at this point, like, since there is... It just feels like it's gonna be one of those, like, existential endings. Like, there, it's always a Game of Thrones, <laughs> you know? Like, it's, right. it, there is no winner that sits on the throne. Like, we have a temporary, you know, play, you know, a seat warmer for the throne, but there is no, it's always the Game of Thrones, you know? I feel like that'll be some sort of ending, because, like, the way it's building up, it's like, you know, the... I don't even know. It just feels like, unless like John wins, like none of the messages and things that he's like learned and struggled and like grown from throughout this whole thing will be imparted in the new leader. <laughs> Cause it'll be like, if, if my prediction of it being his kid as the new leader, like the, the kid wouldn't get any of the stuff that we've just been like, that we've gone through all mm-hmm. historically through with these characters. So like, it almost wouldn't make sense for it to be the kid because then it would just be another cycle for the Game of Thrones, you know, and then it would be, you know, somebody else just come wanting to come in and rule. Like, it would just be some kids, you know, the winners, the kids of the winners running this show and not even, like, the people that worked for it. I, guess. I don't know. I guess that's kind of a weird thing to bring up, but it's just, yeah. It's, yeah, it's hard for me to think of, like, his kid even being the winner unless it's just, like, an existential ending of, like, it's always a Game of Thrones, <laughs> Right. I don't know. Because short of John being the actual, like, one on the throne, I, I can't see a, I can't see it being, like, a peaceful ending. Yeah. I think that... He's the only I, one they're I, following. I, I really don't peacefully. know what's going to happen, but I still think that there's not anybody on the Iron Throne. I don't think that the Seven Kingdoms come back together. Okay. And then they stay fractured. There's evidently a new prince in Dorne, which... (laughs) That's quick. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't know where that would have come from. I mean, they could very easily explain it away as just, like, Mm -hmm. some cousin or whatever. But, like, we'll never meet him. He's never going to matter. It's just literally a a way for them to be like, we've got Dorne on our side, so that's another 10,000 or whatever. And we're moving on, you know? (laughs) Then... But, I I guess so many of the great houses are supposedly barren except now Dorne's back so you know they could be argued that they find some cousin for Highgarden mm-hmm. Gendry's now got Storm's End I forget I forgot that fucking um, little Aaron is still alive oh um, is he? yeah Ugh. they left him there at the Eyrie I totally fucking forgot that that's yeah. how unimportant he is <laughs> dude I forgot too did they say that? that yeah him? yeah. <laughs> he's still up there just being a little shit and um I don't think they. I don't. I don't think they said that in the story. But I was. Uh, someone said it on a podcast I listened to, and I was like, "Oh shit, you're right. He's still learning." <laughs> that actor's so old now. That so, I know. Yeah, they just, they'd be embarrassed to show him. Uh, so you know the the veil. Yeah, there's still the veil. Um, there's nobody in River Run, although, you know, if John stays in the north, Sansa could go to River Run. Yeah, they'll find somebody for River Run. Um, or they could. You know, just get somebody. It yeah. doesn't fucking matter. Uh, the phrase are all burnt out. Yeah, they'll they'll give the the what was that the Green Seer kid? What was his name? Um, oh, uh, Jojen. Yeah, they'll give Jojen's family something for me. For well, they already have. Well, I guess they could be given like greater status, but they are already yeah, they a already, great house. They already do. Yeah, you're right. Or or maybe not like a great house, but one of the like medium houses <laughs> if that's a thing <laughs> they have a name they're bannermen of the starks yeah um but yeah i don't know i i think that it stays fractured as the seven kingdoms or five kingdoms or whatever you know mm-hmm. i don't i think that 
a big land grab is going to happen. Different families get installed into the old houses that no longer have their families. And that's it. Yeah. Man, what if, like... No, they couldn't do this. I was like, what if Danny goes back, conquers Essos, John conquers Westeros, they reunite. <laughs> we would have a one-world alliance. One-world government. Hmm. That would never work. They're going to do that in two episodes. In two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> one episode is John capturing Westeros, and one episode is Danny capturing Essos. And the epilogue is, we'll just have to read into that. We'll come up with it. <laughs> right. Yeah, man, That's what just, are about. <laughs> there's just so much to... I feel like wrap up that like it, it can't be anything crazy big like that you know it's just got to be the people that we're left with and the side that we're left on yeah like you're probably I don't I think you're right I don't think Dorn will matter except for just like literally saying just having numbers them, yeah, yeah. Um, they did take time to say that now the armies are evenly matched oh good point so they lost enough people at Winterfell that they now have the same numbers as Cersei so they had and they said like half or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they had like sixty thousand men, because yeah, Cersei's that's... got thirty. Because the the Golden Company was twenty, right? And then if we assume that King's Landing had a standing army of five or ten, yeah. Then and then now that Winterfell lost half of its people, or the combined army of Daenerys mm-hmm. and the North had lost half their people, yeah, and, and now they've got the, the same number. It just. I didn't think that there were that many people. No, I didn't think so either. And especially for them to move them all so fast, like, and then to be like, well, we have the remaining Unsullied and Dothraki, like, right, just the last yeah. couple thousand of them. And yeah, and like, that's always how it is, is what you see on screen is never supposedly representative of the whole. It'd be hard. Because yeah. it would be difficult to actually animate that much stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, because you couldn't get that many actors. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, so they'd start to become animated, like in the opening sequence of the Lord of the Rings uh, trilogy. Um, but that's, you know, hardly worth having to do all the time. <laughs> yeah. And then the only time that they did that this season was whenever the Unsullied started coming into Winterfell. Mm-hmm. And they did kind of zoom out and show, like, all the Unsullied, like, marched up or whatever. That would be cool. But that was the one time that they seemed to actually show accurate scale. Yeah, that would be that would be something that would be interesting to kind of like break apart too, time wise, to see like if there is enough time for Danny to grow a kid, you know. And I don't think that Danny has a kid. No, I know, but, but if that would that would add a little, a little fuel to uh, the fire if the, yeah. if it was even possible. Um, she probably doesn't, you know, because the way that I just said it, you know, without it ending just being a well, game that of lady or that you know whatever she was, I can't that remember. Witch or whatever. Yeah, that witch said that you know she was barren, and that's why she. Couldn't have kids like she still more that the one or whatever, uh, and then uh, and then she has the dragons. That's why the dragons mean so much to her because she quote unquote birthed them, and they would be her children because she could never have children. Yeah, I think in that season, in the following season, she says something about how she can't have children like ten different times. I know, but then they, <laughs> they said it in the beginning of this it. season, like to remind us, like she can't have kids. But it's almost it felt like so in your face, like by the way, she mm. was cursed where she can't have kids, but we're gonna find a way around it. Don't <laughs> worry, don't worry. Like John's, John's got some swimmers. You know, I don't know. Like, right. It was just, I felt like they were gonna find a way around it just because of how in your face they were about like, well, I can't even get pregnant. And he was like, oh, okay, well, I'll just <laughs> right. That's true. I don't know. Yeah. I think, I mean, she, and then also she, she's got to die. Right? Yo, she has I, to die. Dude, yeah. I, I can't imagine an ending with her there. Yeah. She doesn't, she's not happy about John. She doesn't want to be number two. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder if, yeah, man. And then if Tyrion doesn't betray her. Do we lose Tyrion in a way that's like, no, you know, like Varys kills him or something stupid? Or like, man, I don't even... I think that Tyrion probably dies. Yeah, I think he will, um, too. Varys will likely die. I don't see yeah. him dying for some reason, but yeah, he probably does. I, I, I certainly feel like he might not. I don't know what's yeah, going yeah, to yeah, happen. Yeah. Um, It just feels like he might mm-hmm. a little bit, but... He's survived a million other things. Right. By just being smart and knowing when to duck out. But, I don't know. Not enough people have died yet. And it's almost like they're 
just saving it all for everybody to die at once mm-hmm. in one big, like, you know, really difficult episode. But I feel like that's kind of cheap in a way as well. Yeah, I feel you there. Especially since they just fought, like, the most difficult army of all time mm-hmm. and lost 30,000 or whatever the number but that we decided is. But yeah, but none of them were anybody that we, you know, knew except for Jorah. Yeah. And Theon, who deserved to die two seasons ago. <laughs> yeah. Everybody forgets that he's actually, like, an evil, awful son of a bitch. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he's the worst. Yeah, he betrayed his friggin' family. Well, his basically his family. Right. And, uh, yeah, right. man, this, I mean... It's crazy how this story, this story just makes you forget like how awful some people are, and then like you kind of are on their side, right? You know, and well, it's just been so far removed from the last time that we saw them do something mm-hmm. that bad, and you know, like Jamie gets his hand cut off, yeah, and that's when he starts to get like a little bit of perspective or whatever. Uh, Tyrion gets his or not Tyrion, uh, Theon gets his dick cut off, mm-hmm. and you know that's when he turns over or whatever. But he doesn't even turn over. Like, that's not even, like, like a good person ruins him and teaches him, like, good prevails or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah. just a more evil person ruins him. And then he's just like, fuck, if I just hadn't gotten caught, it would have worked. So that's like the... But, yeah. But this didn't work. So because it didn't work, I must have done the wrong thing. Which means I should have been good. Like, it's just like no. the cheapest way to yeah. turn over. Um, it, it, it's just stupid. I don't, I don't understand why everybody was like, been on Theon's side no. at any point. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> yeah, I, I hated him. Because even in the beginning, he was kind of like a prick. Yeah, he was a dick to, to <laughs> even Rob. Yeah, the one that he was like supposedly got along with. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was just kind of a dick all around. And, uh, Apparently he was really funny on set though, like the actor, like the guy. <laughs> he seems like a cool dude, like in real life. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the guy seems. Like, yeah, he's, they said he was real funny, but uh, yeah, he plays a good dick, <laughs> kind of douchey character. Yeah, man, they're. I feel like just there's gonna be so much murder in this lot in this episode this coming week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it could all be in the next weeks, you know, in the next, in the sixth, in the final finale. Yeah, I don't really know what's gonna happen in the structure of the last two episodes. Yeah, it's hard to tell. I mean, there, there's got to be another war, another battle, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's Unless Cersei yeah. just runs out of money, and then it's kind of like War of the Worlds. Like, oh, they died from disease. And it's like, they died because she ran out of money, so we win. You know, that'd right. be kind of like, well, that's boring. Right. <laughs> but I guess There's like win. almost no way that they would show us a siege. Right. That's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. No, uh, 160 minutes left or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, the fight's going to happen, right? But does, so does the fight start halfway through next week's episode? Is the entirety of the last episode the fight? And then we only get like five minutes of like aftermath. Like, mm-hmm. does the fight like literally end with someone killing Cersei and then sitting on the throne? <laughs> <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Mm, I don't know. Dude, yeah. I kind of hope they don't do anything lame like a fucking time jump like 20 years later, you know? <laughs> right. That would be super stupid. Yeah. I mean, just, yeah, this is the part where it's like everybody's waiting for the big ending. And it's like they're so nervous that they're going to mess it up. I feel like those writers or the producer and stuff, like they're just so nervous that everyone's going to hate it. I think uh, that it's good. It, yeah. I think that on the whole, people are enjoying this season. Yeah, I, for I, the I same like reason it. that on the whole, uh, or at least you know, like the majority of people that say things uh, liked last season, even though last season was uh, entirely useless. Um, <laughs> yeah, nothing happens last season except the wall comes down, uh, and that's it. Right? That's the only thing that happens plot-wise last season. I mean, season. yeah, John comes back, but like... Did, was that the beginning of last season that he came back to life? Or was that the end of the season? Because I can't remember. It's been uh, so long for me. That's a good question, because if it is the end of season five and we're on eight, so that might have been the beginning of season six that that happened. And then season seven was for book seven split into two parts, seven and eight. Okay, that's probably what happened. You know, John's been back for a while since way before. I, I feel like he was been yeah. back for the whole. No, you're last right. Season. I don't. Yeah, you're right. I think he was back the whole. Because the, the the whole of last season was just like, let's get 
everybody to fight the White Walkers. Mm-hmm. And that was the entirety of the last season. It was just him trying to convince everybody to do so. I guess Danny shows up, right? She appears in Westeros. Yeah. Or because I can't at, remember when at, that is either. Storm's is that at the end of? Too, right? Yeah, she was at Storms and or Dragonstone, Dragon. whatever that place is called. I can't. Yeah, remember. you're right, Dragonstone. Um, I don't think we've ever seen Storms in, unless we just saw it like in the like as a backdrop, like mm-hmm. ah, it's rough to be leaving Storms End, you know, or something like yeah. that. I forgot why she was coming through there. Cause she, uh, she just, I think she just, she lands there because it's strategic. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't and something like Tyrion's plan messed up. Like they're supposed to, I dude, I can't even remember now. Yeah. I, I, I don't remember the structure of it, but I, I just, I remember last season being literally pointless and for the most part and incredibly boring. Uh, the, the fight, the the fight on the lake was you know exciting mm-hmm. for a little bit, and then none of them died, and I was yeah, like, oh was okay, so yeah, Jamie <laughs> Jamie was so pumped too because rewatching that season, he was like charging the dragon. He's like, I'm gonna get her, you know. He thought he was gonna kill her, not even close. Yeah, that was that. I, I remember rewatching it and thinking like, this is cool, you know. Like I enjoyed it it cinematically and like not thinking about it as much just getting ready for you know the new season like to binge watch it it was cool but mm-hmm. you're right i don't think it had much much action. there was no stakes last season yeah there was nothing ever at stake mm-hmm. and um but but people enjoyed it more or less i think um yeah they 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 we like don't want to admit that we like the the cookie cutter story you know where the good guys win and nobody dies and <laughs> right yeah we all are like no i want the hardcore real game of thrones type stories where everybody you know everybody dies and the bad guys win sometimes and it's like no you don't dude if cersei won everyone would lose their shit like if the bad guy won like what right. could realistically happen <laughs> you know like everyone would lose their fucking minds yeah and, and and there could be something where like you know nobody good you know somebody it, it, you know like we've already said it could just be a super neutral ending like you know it's always a game for the fucking throne but but yeah i feel like everyone just wants the like john and danny on the throne happily ever after with the kid but like that'll not, you know that'll never happen either so right it's just that yeah, it's kind of it. story has its place but it's mostly for children yeah and it certainly doesn't have a place in a story that used to be, you know, way more than that. It used to scar adults. <laughs> Just right? like, oh my and god. And they killed the main character at the end of the first season. <laughs> yeah, they, and, and they killed, like, his whole family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's super over that guy. Yeah. strange that... I mean, I can't, it's not strange, because I know why it happens, because mm-hmm. they ran out of source material. And that sucks for them. I get that. And it's not really their fault that they're not the, you know, sort of creative genius that Martin is. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody has control over that. Yeah. And you can't ask them to be, you know, as good as someone that's, you know, a creative genius. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, that doesn't mean that I can't be disappointed in the show as a whole now. Right. Yeah. Like you're not allowed to be <laughs> like, yeah, I can't enjoy something because I understand that it's why it's not as good anymore. Okay. Or because even if I, you know, could say that I could empathize with Benioff and Weiss, uh, that still doesn't make me then enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Now I like it cause I get the struggle. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's not how that works. No. Um, enjoy the story. Yeah. It's just, not it's it's um and I, i'm stealing this from somebody who on a different podcast that i was listening to um last week after recording last week's episode otherwise i would have said it last week but the 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 show is now become the fairy tale that it previously was trying to subvert right and it is i think it just got it's got too many cooks in the kitchen is probably the only reason why is because you know when, once 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 you don't have the wild card of the Martin character, the you know the author doing whatever he wants in his universe, and you don't have him doing the wild card thing anymore, 
uh, and you have that, that many like cooks in the kitchen fueling the fire, it gets all these producers in there, it gets all these other people in there, all these other, like, I don't want, I don't know how corporate it got, but I imagine it got, you know, relatively corporate. And then they had to think like, well, we got to, you know, market these people as long as we can and all these other things. And, um, I'm sure there was a lot of like, you know, politics like involved literally like that wouldn't be there if it was just a one, one man show like it was for a while with the books, but, um, I don't know. I, I, I still have faith that they're going to wrap it up pretty nicely, but it's it's hard to imagine that they could do a better job, you know, than uh, Martin would have without any outside influence. Oh, I mean, not even just that. I think it's really hard to imagine that they could do half the job as Martin That's will hopefully end up doing. And hopefully, yeah, hopefully he does. Hopefully he puts a yeah, nice bow on everything, yeah, and he and he gives us if he gives us you know the, self the, the time to do so. You know, I don't know how frequently he works on it. I know the way it feels. The, the like way he's he depicted online makes it seem like he's literally doing anything but writing. Dude, yeah, if I didn't have to, I'd probably just be like, I'll just wait until I die. You know, like, I'm good. Right. Maybe he has finished it. Maybe that's exactly right. He's just done. <laughs> he's, he's totally finished the story. It's ready to be published. He's just like, I don't want anybody telling me anything after it publishes. It's so I'm going to publish it the day I die. Yeah. And then I won't have to deal with any of the, the, you know, the... No edits. Yeah, right. (laughs) No one will be able to tell me a goddamn thing about it. That's going to be the worst, too, is just like, when the book finally does come out, if it ever does, it'll be one of those things that people are just going to be mad about. And it's just like, dude, like... Yeah, and there's definitely always people mad about anything. Oh, for sure, yeah. And looking at the internet is always a bad representation of how the audience actually feels right because the only people that say anything are the mad ones mm-hmm. um, yeah rarely do you get like oh my god that made me so happy i, I just smiled for the rest of the day right like you don't get those as much yeah that's uh, usually far less common to see if if there was like if if there was a requirement for you to say how you felt on the subreddit about whatever entertainment property you were watching <laughs> then I, I would not be surprised at all if the majority of the time people were, um, if not happy about it, new, at the very least neutral. Yeah. I think that the majority of the time we see all these people that are like, you know, raging online, uh, but they're just a vocal minority. Right. That makes sense. No, the, the, yeah. I mean, that, that's, that seems to be common, like in just the internet, you're right. The only people that are going to say anything. Yeah. It's just usually people that are flaming. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm just excited to see what happens next week. They kind of just left it off for just. Just seems like, shit's going down. Just like they're just gonna get in a fight. Yeah. Know, it seems like at least next week's gonna be action packed. The fight's gotta start next week. Oh yeah. It has to. It would be absurd if it didn't. But. Who knows? Maybe it doesn't. Maybe we get. Another episode that's even somehow even more useful than this episode was. And then the last episode is all fight. I would, I think I would almost welcome that. Yeah, I heard like an interview with, uh, oh shoot, I can't even remember her name, the actress who plays Daenerys. Like I heard that she. Amelia Clark. Yeah, I was thinking like Emily Blunt. (laughs) (laughs) Amelia Clark. She said that, uh, this coming week's episode is like the best in the whole. I had heard that, the, yeah. You know, University of Game of Thrones. It's like, how could you even like? You haven't seen it, right? <laughs> you don't know, but she, you know, I, obviously she was in it, so some good stuff probably happens. I wonder if she dies, and that's why she thinks it's the best episode. <laughs> I'm finally off this show, thank God. <laughs> yeah, I've made enough money to just retire forever. Right? Do you think they have? Do you think they did? Any of these guys? Mid enough to retire. I mean, maybe some of the leads, depending on the sort of retired life they want. But yeah. like, there some of them are still like Amelia Clark was just in the solo movie. Yeah, a lot of them are still um, super active. Who else was? Uh, what's her name? The most beautiful woman in Westeros. High Garden. Uh, Marjorie Tyrell. Oh. Uh, Natalie Dorner as the nice. actress's name. She was in. Several things after she yeah, died she was, off. She? But, well, not even after she died off. She was in several things during her run in Game of Thrones still. And then she was killed. Was that during the last season or was that the season prior? That was the season prior to. Yeah. Hmm. 
I was gonna say because that was really big. Never mind, that I was, was cool, wrong. That but was no, a cool that was a season too, before. That they developed a lot, and I loved Marjorie been, Tyrell. Yeah, that hadn't been in the. Book. I thought she was so capable and pivotal for a lot of storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, her death was also very pivotal and extremely useful for the advancement of the plot that they were going for. So I'm not mad that she. I mean, I was mad because she died because I was in love with her, but I'm not mad from a writing standpoint right, that they yeah, killed yeah. her. But I was bummed out. It would have been. It would be interesting to see parallel Game of Thrones and right. see some of these other characters and how they would have handled it if they survived. You know, yeah, that'd be fun. Because some characters were such great characters mm-hmm. that are no longer there. Um, but yeah, that, yeah that, that's a whole another like series of podcasts talking about that. <laughs> yeah. The multiverse Game of Thrones multiverse podcast. <laughs> oh my god, god that, that must exist. Some. Poor person with too much time has got that show. I'll have to check that one out. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I'm ready for next week, dude. I don't know what else. I guess I am. Certainly now that we're, you know, working towards the end of it, Mm -hmm. which, you know, obviously we're working towards the end of it. That's how time works. But Yeah, we're on the back end. Yeah, now we're in the back half. I guess we were in the back half this week, too. Like, literally once the clock started, we were in the back half. But... Now we're definitely in the back half. We're in the back third. Have you been uh, watching it when it comes out? Yeah. Um, not like as it airs usually. Yeah. Every time <clears throat> that... Every Sunday I've not been able to watch it right away because I've either been working or I've mm-hmm. been doing other things. Like yesterday I came back from Portland and I had some cleaning and laundry to do. And then I still needed to read most of our section of descent of the crane. Yeah. Stay tuned for that. And that took me like two and a half, three hours. Mm -hmm. And then by that time it was 1130. And so that's when I started game with us. (laughs) Yeah. I think I said, did you watch it on Xbox? Um, I watched it on my computer last night. I thought I saw you hop on and I was like, Oh, I was watching. (laughs) Oh, you probably did because I was on my, Computer and Windows uh, has an Xbox thing. It's all integrated. Nice. Yeah, people are always like, how are you playing World of Warcraft on your Xbox? And I'm like, I'm not. It's just Windows. <laughs> they, they integrate real nicely. <laughs> know how things work. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess that's about it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Anything else about this week's episode that you're thinking about? The Last of the Starks is our episode title this week. Yeah, no, not really, honestly. I mean... If anything, I feel like maybe one of the girls, like uh, Sansa or Arya, is going to kill Daenerys because they don't trust her. Maybe, I think that, but yeah. That's the only thing I can think of if I'm looking for something to say, I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think, yeah, neither of them. Or Sansa definitely doesn't trust Daenerys. That's, like, blatantly obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Arya's more on the fence. It's like the two pretty ones have to hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um there, yeah, there was, there was, you totally distracted me by saying that, but oh, uh, no, because I, I remember what my point was going to be, but yeah, there was one shot where they were in the, the God's Wood, uh, where I was just like, holy shit, Sophie Turner is just so beautiful. Um, but in any case, I think, but Arya is a little bit more on the fence about Nanny, I think, mm-hmm. where she probably doesn't like some things, but she, She's a little bit more realistic than Sansa is. Yeah, I think. she seemed to be like the voice. She's certainly less prideful than Sansa. Yeah, she is. she was like the one that kind of like parlayed the info between like John and her. It's like yeah, yeah. Like your fam- like she might be your queen, but you know we don't trust her. So and we're your family, right? So, you know, like at least at least hear us. You know, right. <laughs> you don't have to act on it, but just yeah. know how we feel. And whereas Sansa's like obsessed with the state of the North, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah, um, somebody you know. Internal policy, but the, the where but Arya sees like well, we probably wouldn't have won against the White Walkers if she mm-hmm. didn't come. So she sees that value, and you know is a little bit more you know logical and sensible, or a, a little more detached from the situation. Yeah, we, and I guess that's true to her character because she long ago thought she was never even going to go back to Winterfell. Mm-hmm. So she kind of detached herself from those ties, anyways. So, maybe she does kill Danny because something happens. Yeah. Certainly, if Danny turns on John, then Arya would be like, "Well, I'm going to protect John." Mm-hmm. Um, but her going south with Sandor 
saying that he's going, she's going to King's Landing because she also has unfinished business in King's Landing, just like he does. She's going to kill somebody. Yeah, she's, she's going to kill either Cersei or Danny if it comes to that, or even maybe the mountain if it if if it. Yeah, maybe they team up on the mountain and they both die killing the mountain. All three of them die in Clegane Bowl, twenty nineteen. <laughs> like the little girl when she kills the 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 giant. The giant, yeah. <laughs> Mormont. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. That'll be good. That'll Arya be good. once again says that she doesn't expect to come back from uh, to the north. Yeah, no, and I guess yeah, that could be just her saying like I'm. Yeah, like even if she accomplishes her mission <laughs> and lives, back, yeah. she just fucks off, mm-hmm. which is, you know, what what I figure will. Seems happen. like she'd go back to like Essos, like out into the east, you know, and like try to yeah, just get away from everything. Way, yeah. yeah, maybe so. Or I mean, she could conceivably just travel throughout the entire planet. Yeah, doesn't she could spend like another year in Westeros and then go off to Essos or you know whatever stuff that we'll never see. Probably that'd be a cool fanfic. But, Right, like the, like her story afterwards. The Adventures of Arya. Yeah, especially if it was like kind of not necessarily lighthearted, but if it was more like like it wasn't the fate of the world that was at stake, like how it is. Yeah, here. exactly. Was, I mean, in that sense, it would be more lighthearted, but it's it'd still be like Arya and her. Uh, you wouldn't want her to lose or die or her friends to die or whatever. So you know, in that respect, it'd be uh, you know, it'd still have value. But that'd be fun, I think. <laughs> just just her, the, her adventures. Right. Yeah. I think so too. That, I mean, that, that certainly would be enjoyable. That would be a novel series that I assume I would want to read. Even if it was fan, fanfic? I mean, probably not. <laughs> um, if, if they were short, then maybe yeah, I would try to like keep some, up with that. They got some renown. But if just some, you know, dude on Reddit was like, hey, I wrote this 800-page novel, and I'm going to write another one. I'd be like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> not going to that. <laughs> That's way too much for me to care about. I can't you know. give you free press on our super successful podcast. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, cool, man. Yeah, I think I'm good for next week. I'm just ready. Ready to, you know, winter. Winter's here. <laughs> it's been here. I know. It's been here for two seasons, right? When did the White Ravens leave the Citadel to tell everybody? Was that last season or the season before? So many things that may have been last season or the season before. I know, man. Because they were both so relatively unmemorable. Yeah, it was like, and it's like years ago that it happened. That's true. For us it was too, also so it's a like, long oh, time. No. I'm giving it a hard time, but really it's because the last season was two years ago. And uh, then obviously before that, it was three years ago for the season previous. Mm-hmm. Um, but also because they weren't that memorable. So <laughs> I'm also going to stick by that. True. Anyways, we'll um, see y'all for us here in a minute with the final episode of Descendant of the Crane, mm-hmm. which has turned out to be an excellent novel in my estimation. And then um, after that, we'll see you again with Game of Thrones and whatever book we decide on. But we've got to do that today. Yeah, I we, totally forgot about that. All right. Yeah, Hopefully we yeah. pick a good one. Yeah, we'll get one. If we don't pick a good one, um, you'll know. <laughs> we'll know fast. That's all I could come up with. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. I'm Will Hedrick. I'm Jordan Schaffer. This is Doggers and Timestamps. Go Bruins, go Rockets. <laughs> <laughs>